0: Today's Gospel is from Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 15. Please listen to the words of Jesus. Jesus also said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was wasting his possessions. And he called him, and said to him, what is this that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your management. For you can no longer be my manager. And the manager said to himself. Oh boy. What shall I do? Since my master is taking the management away from me. I'm not strong enough to dig. I'm, I'm ashamed to beg. I've decided what to do yeah so that when I am removed from management people they may receive me into their houses so summoning his master's debtors one by one he said to the first How much do you owe my master?" He said, A hundred measures of oil. He said to him, Take your bill. Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. Then he said to another, How much do you owe? And he said, A hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and write 80. The master commended the dishonest manager for his shrewdness, For the sons of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than the sons of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourself by means of unrighteous wealth. So that when it fails, they may receive you into the eternal dwelling. One who's faithful in a very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth you have entrusted that uh, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? You see, no servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or we or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and man and money. Pharisees who were lovers of money heard all these things and they ridiculed Jesus. They said, and he said to them, you are those who justify yourselves before men, people. But God knows your heart. For what is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Our gospel for today. Please uh, have a seat. Um We have a significant number of uh, children. I'd like to have a word with them if you'll come up. Oh, I got that too. So please come forward. I just, it's not going to take long. No, don't uh, you don't sit down. Don't don't sit down. Just stand up there and well, then I can look at you and you. Hey, In fact, why don't you come up here so you're a little bit higher up? There you, go. there you go. Please feel free, if you're a child, to come forward. Now, I gotta first ask so I know who I'm dealing with. Uh, tell I forget your names. Tell me your names again. Now, darling, what's your name? Rachel. He speaks for you. That's good okay. job, Rachel. Okay. And what's your name? Clay. 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 Queen. Okay, and you? Joseph. Joseph. What? Sophia. One more time. Sophia. Sophia. Listen, you guys. I'm so glad did you come with your mom and dad. Grandma, our family is wonderful. They, they, just, they take care of us so well. Um, and I'm, I'm glad you can come with them and sit at church with them. Thank you for being here today. Now, I'm going to be talking about a certain key. Now, normally, when you think of a key, you, you think of um, a door key, don't you? Like these, or a car key, like right? these here. But this is a different kind of key that I'm going to talk about today. So, um, will you listen real carefully uh, for the key for living? We have a key that opens life. And I'll give you a, a hint. This key starts with Jesus. Okay? Thank you very much. I think you I think I had it off. <laughs> Children are wonderful. I love them. I substitute teach for middle school and high school, and um, children are the treasure that we are given to take care of. Grace and peace be to you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, who calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole all Christian church on earth. Amen. amen. Thank you for that amen, by the way. Always like that. Um, this story obviously is a communication story between Jesus and those that hate him. And Jesus wants to make it perfectly clear that they are not being faithful servants in the promised land. They are relinquishing what they're supposed to do so that they can be for themselves and have less regard, sometimes quite a bit less regard, for their fellow humans in the promised land. They were not faithful. So that whole story about the rich man and the manager, that's a story to relate to God and the leaders of the promised land. And they were losing their job because they were dishonest. However, I like that, however, there was an option for them. And if they wanted to be what I would say smart about it, that option was all about making friends with the right people. And those people that were smart enough to make friends in a very dishonest way, those friends would be known today as Christians. Christians. And because of that, they would be blessed. They would be blessed. It was sneaky, it's dishonest, making friends to escape and get the life that is needful. It was dishonest, but it turns out to be the right one. Quite simply, their livelihood, you see, that was at stake. Their livelihood was at stake. And new friends that they needed to make would be for their benefit. They would have to learn how to have this new friend front and center in their lives. They would have to be friend, like I said, Christians. There's a whole lot of stuff that comes with that understanding of Christians, but that is what is to be friend for a good and secure, eternal. Jesus ends this whole gospel text with eternal life. The key, as I talk to the children, the key to this friendship is Jesus, his word. And that's who we live in. And that is why people need to befriend Christians. Because whether they realize it or not, they are seeing the body of Christ when they look at the church. A suggested invitation... Go out, teach, make disciples, baptize. Fits right in this, you know. Christians have carried through on this invitation, not as holier, holier than thou art, but as people who are repentant and live in the key to life, Jesus. Jesus, the key to life. So what about the manager? Who is the manager that is being fired? That would be the, those who were in leadership roles of the promised land. With being taken away. Totally. And they would have to start from the bottom and move up in the key. Jesus Christ. A question that I will never forget and I hope that it is something none of you forget. Always remember the question, will I have faith to manage God's kingdom? I was brought in. You were brought in in a very dishonest way. Not by our own doing, but in the pleasures of God in Jesus Christ. The key. The key that pleases our Heavenly Father. The question, will I ever have the right faith to manage God's kingdom? We have never been asked to manage God's kingdom. Don't make this mistake. We are asked by Jesus himself. And this I will never forget either nor should you. Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. And I still have one more finger on my fist to open up because Jesus calls us to love our neighbor as ourselves. We open our hands from a clenched fist to a welcoming handshake, a welcoming hug. And if we do this, the Lord will be very good to us. And you will do fine. Now, a good word that I, I appreciate is Amen. So can I get an Amen for that? Amen. Thank you. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you are our key. Help us, teach us, send us to share this key we live with so blessedly. Help us to do your bidding with your key. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your minds and your hearts in the Son of God, our Lord and Savior.